What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Drunk Boy's Basement, where drunk conversations happen. Hi. It smells like a, smells like a campfire in here. We decided, uh, Tris and I went and grabbed dinner before this, and we decided before the podcast that uh, we we're going to go smoke hookah, and I'd forgotten that I'd bought one when I was in college, and <clears throat> it sat under my bed for six and a half years, so we dug that shit out. Ran to a smoke shop. And now... We have a hookah rolling. My head hurts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we, Ryan and I went and grabbed dinner because Sean was working late today. And somehow the conversation got brought up of like tobacco shops. And it reminded me of my friend Ricky who had five finger discounted a hookah when we were like 16. And so we'd like do hookah here and there. And we had friends that could like get hookah. There was also this smoke shop down the street from where he lived and it was this Indian guy who legit just did not care who he sold to. <laughs> yeah. And so you could just go in and he just went, did not. He knew we were in like middle school and high school. Don't ask, don't tell. Yeah. And he would also sell weed behind the counter. Oh, he would? <laughs> yeah. And uh, so he got busted, clearly. Well, there was so... Um, a lot of well, people that don't aren't from Utah, and some people that listen to this that are from Utah, uh, Boro Syndicate, um, down by the freeway, they used to sell glass to like kids, like legitimate, like thirteen year olds. As long years. as it's just for water, yeah. Like they used to sell glass pipes, and dude, the ATF raided them all the time, like all the time. Like they'd have like agents posing as kids <laughs> going in there. Yeah. So one day, Ricky's like, "Oh man, I think we were in like tenth grade." Yeah, because I just got my driver's license. And he's like, come over. And the four of us get together. Not you guys. You guys weren't cool back then. And he's like, oh, we're going to do 17 rounds of hookah. And we're like, yeah, let's do it. And we get six rounds into hookah. And we all just start puking. (laughs) I mean, just throwing up. We had the worst headaches. I was getting tunnel vision. It was horrible. And so I drive home and I just have tunnel vision so bad. I go home and I pass out and I wake up and I start researching why we all got so sick. Did your head hurt when you woke up? Yeah. We all had gotten carbon monoxide (laughs) poisoning (laughs) and it made me laugh so hard. And Ryan goes, I still have that. (laughs) And I was like, let's surprise Sean with a hookah. And we pulled it out and Sean got really upset. We, Sean and I have talked about how many times like, I can't believe we smoked hookah. Like that's so bad for you. Here we are. <laughs> oh God, just too many bad memories. <laughs> but so this week started on antidepressants, right? After our not after the episode that we had for mental health that was well in the works. The thing that sucks is the first time I've really drank since I started last Friday on my antidepressants. Was today I washed my car, went home and had a beer. Dude, it put me on my ass. Yeah. Like it blitzed me out of my mind. And we were sitting there at dinner and I had that corona. I was like, oh my God. Yeah, you only had one. I was like, this is odd. Yeah. I'm like, well, because she was like, you want another one? I was like, if I have another one, you're going to have to carry me out of this bar. Because it, dude, antidepressants and alcohol, it. <laughs> yeah, it really lowers that tab. Yeah. It, <laughs> it uh, yeah. But hey, at least, you know. Getting a tattoo. That's cool. That would be fun. 
I hope so. Tattoos are cool. I'm just afraid. Like I'm more afraid of the fact that because everyone's like, just eat a decent meal, and I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, not eat. Like I mean, I'm I'm gonna forget. Not Dude, that I have, it's like, an entire half sleep, and he's like, we're gonna. It's gonna. It's a six hour session. Yeah, the you'll find out it doesn't hurt at first, and then you'll just get those spots that are uncomfortable. Yeah, but everyone's like, your body's going into shock temporarily. So yeah, you you stab it about a couple thousand times with a needle, so. It's to be expected. I think about that. It's not that bad. It doesn't go that deep. Well, which you're familiar with. Yeah. Wait. What? <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't done a. We haven't done one of those. How was your week sessions in a while? Oh, Just had so much great conversations. How? Well, so last episode we talked about how we were going to dig a trench. Oh God. Oh no. We dug a trench. We dug, we dug the shit out of that trench. So, after last episode, which was last Friday night, I think it was the third or something, I hop on Home Depot's website and I rent. You, I think you ordered it on the show. Like yeah, yeah. Recording. So, yeah, I, I ordered an 18-inch trencher and I show up at 10 o'clock at Home Depot and Ryan meets me there. And I show up and I'm like, hey, I'm here to pick it up. And he goes, bad news. We don't have it. Well... I, I need something. He's like, what are you trying to do? I said, oh, I'm putting a gas line in. I need to go 18 inches deep. And he goes, oh, that wouldn't have even done the job anyways. Here's this brand new piece of equipment. It has 13 hours on it. This thing was badass. Yeah, I was pretty stoked. I was sitting outside <laughs> texting him. I was like, I want the big one. He's like, I think we are getting the big one. <laughs> and it had like tracks. It was like self-powered. Oh, dude, it was badass. It was sick. It was so sick. And we get three quarters of the way done. And Sean goes, it's leaking fluid. It's pissing hydraulic fluid <laughs> everywhere. And so the machine was super hot because we were pushing that we machine. Ran that, we, yeah, we ran that shit for like two and a half hours straight. And my backyard had some big rocks in it. <laughs> and so it kind of worked the machine. So we're like, let's stop. Let's go get some food. Oh, man. None of us had eaten. We were outside. And it was like the hottest day it's been in a couple weeks. It was pretty bad. And then we get back and turn it on, and it's still just leaking fluid everywhere. So we go back to Home Depot, and I'm tell them, "Hey, the equipment broke. I'm sorry. Also, I didn't get to finish my job. So what do we do about that?" And he goes, "Oh, I'm so sorry about that. Here's all of your money back." Yeah, we we dug like we dug like a 14 foot trench for free. It was sick. <laughs> I hope it's more than 14 feet. It's big. It dude, it like once we started getting the hang of it, it was a lot better, but at the first probably 30 minutes it was like this thing is fucking tough to work. Yeah, once we got it down. But I mean the fact that Sean can figure it out, dude, if you need to trench your yard, you can do it. Yeah, it was super fun. I love how yeah. Home Depot lets you rent just They had like giant. they have bobcats and skid steers and all sorts of shit, dude. Yeah, excavators, small you can excavators. rent out a whole construction Keep, I don't know what I was keep going, going with that. No, keep going. You could rent out every tool you need to do pretty any. much any job. Yeah. Home Depot will rent you nailers, hammers, shovels, drills. They'll rent you anything. They even have slide hammers, dude. Slide hammers are hard to find. You know what a slide hammer is? Slides. I want to say. It's yes. a hammer that slides. You it's, use them on cars? Yeah, you use, you use slide hammers on cars. Just like punches? Yeah, kind of. It's well, you you screw it onto whatever you're like a pulley, and then yeah. it's just like a five pound weight, and you 
pull it away yeah and it it hits they have like industrial ones so you can like cut like cement blocks it's there's six home depot's sick we're a bunch of dads in this bitch yeah you can get <laughs> uh like uh cement saws yep. floor grinders yep uh you can get any yard equipment thing if you need like tillers or aerators or anything yeah the ones in new mexico you can rent prostitutes too <laughs> <laughs> yeah the ones in, in salt lake you can rent Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, on that racist note, Sean, you know what's funny is people though people will go rent those aerators because you rent them. I think they're like a hundred bucks for the day, and they'll do the their yard, and then they'll go knock out like three neighbors' yards and make like two hundred bucks. There was a there was a dude like two or three years ago um, that came around my parents' neighborhood, and. Uh, he was aerating yards. He had like a full, like a truck with an aerator on the back and it was from Home Depot. And his whole business was he was renting that. Yeah, that's what... Uh, I was like, damn, that's, that could I be I actually talked to the guy who does mine. He bought his own equipment, but he said, yeah, for the first year, he would do that. He would just, you know, get like 10, 20 yards, you know, and he'd say, all right, I'll do this many this weekend and this many the next weekend. And he would just rent it and then go knock them out. And he's like, it would pay for the first... The first yard would always pay for the whole day. And so, you know, if I could get eight yards done, I, I made that much money. Dude, so speaking speaking of that, so um, I was talking to my uh, my trainer, um, and he did his whole thing before he was a trainer was um, he did you they're trying to figure out how to operate this hookah behind here. It's not working out too well. Did you get it? You figuring it out? There you go. Um, <clears throat> I was talking to my trainer, and he was his whole thing before he became a personal trainer as a landscaper. And we're talking about landscaping construction and it reminded me of this story. And I went to high school with this kid who got a job at UDOT, the Utah Department of Transportation. And um, he had, his older brother was his boss. So um, he was a line painter. And um, well, he was like an apprentice line painter. So what they did is they drove around in a truck and they'd go out and survey lines like roads after they were paved to, or before they were paved to make sure the lines were straight and all that. So him and his brother did that. And then the line company, the line crew would come behind him and like paint the lines. And he was telling me the story of how, um, he actually used to tell this at parties all the time. But so there was one day where him and his brother went out to this, it was like, dude, BFE. Like it was one of those like interstate highways that was not really used very much, but it was out there. And so it just gotten paved, but it wasn't being used yet. Cause the main, they were trying to transfer traffic from the main interstate to that, that one. And so they went out there and they parked the truck and um, they get out and his brother is surveying and he's doing some shit and they like walk because they're they're they do like every like mile they do some surveying and they walk another mile so they walked like three miles away from the vehicle that they were they parked and uh, so they're they're finishing up and he's walking back and he grabs all the equipment and he meets up with his brother and they're walking down the road and he's like you know, trying to remember where they parked the truck and they can't find the truck. And so they're looking around, looking around. And finally they, his brother was like, dude, they like someone stole the truck for sure. Like the truck's gone. There, there's nobody else on this road except them. And it's a new interstate highway. Let me truck. guess. Hold on. They turned around. I'll just wait. It gets worse. So the truck's gone. And so immediately his brother calls his, his boss and he's like, you're not going to believe this. Like our truck's gone. What the fuck you mean? It's gone. Like it's not here. We're standing where the truck was. It's not here. He's like, are you sure? He's like, yeah. 
So they call like see, uh, UHP because like UDOT and UHP work real close together. And so there's like cops and the bosses are coming. Like people are trying to figure out what's going on. The truck's gone. And so they're like, all right, well, we're going to. So they walk a little bit more and the road is still pretty freshly paved, but the road was on either side of it was pretty deep valleys. And his brother had parked the truck in such a way the asphalt gave away and the truck rolled down oh. the embankment. And so they like go over the berm and they see this part of the cement or part of the pavement has like come off the freshly paved gravel and the truck like flipped, like it rolled like four or five times <laughs> and it's sitting on the bottom of the ravine area on its tires. But like the equipment's like everywhere, like there's <laughs> shit all over the field, like the, the windshield smashed, the roof's trashed. And so his brother's freaking out because he's afraid he's going to get fired. So he goes down to the truck and his, his younger brother's like Cody's grabbing all the shit and like throwing stuff in the truck, trying to like make it seem like it's not so bad or whatever. And he gets in the truck, his older brother gets in the truck and fires it and it turns on. So he's like, all right, we're going to like, we're going to try to drive this because the nearest UDOT station for all the snow plows was like, I think a couple miles away from that at the point, at that point in time. And so they get in the truck and they're trying to find like a spot and he's like leaning out the window because the windshield destroyed <laughs> trying to see where he's going gets it up on the road and um he's like all right so they pull over and they take their coveralls off and they're trying to get all the shit in the back of the truck and um so they get back in the truck and they're trying to drive and dude they get right on the interstate that was already there that people were using uhp pulls up right behind him and um so he's like, oh, good. Like, it's, dude, the cop was like at gunpoint, was like, get out of the truck, like all that, because they reported the vehicle was stolen. And yeah, that's my story. So the cop got him out at gunpoint, and the UDOT guys have made fun of him ever since. He still works there. I think he's like one of the GMs or whatever for traffic control. <laughs> but I forgot about that story for a long time, but I thought it was so funny when he told me. Tell us a story, Sean. Just yeah, Sean, tell us a story. How, how, what? How, how was your week? Well, apparently it wasn't that interesting compared to these stories we're telling. Well, I don't like that it. Happened, that's, that can that, happen. Someone's got to have the worst week. That happened like four years ago, dude. I guess that's true. What the heck? What's going on with that lighter? I feel like I'm having a... Whoa. <laughs> that was weird. We're going to play lighter tricks. Western, fam- Western value lighters, man. Uh, yeah, I have nothing to really report on. Uh, my week was, was like any other week. Oh, okay. So uh, at my work, we did this team building activity. And so we... Russ. Yeah. Fucking tell me about it. <laughs> so we rented out a movie theater. We rented out an AMC in West Jordan. You know, and we were going to go watch a movie. How's that team building? You don't talk to each other. Yeah, trust me, that was the ideal one. <laughs> we voted. Was there other options? Yeah, and that was the quietest one. It's not very team building of you. <laughs> My team does not get along. We all <laughs> hate each other. I don't give a shit about anyone at my work. <laughs> so I guess we it's, won't be advertising this to It's them. pretty mutual. So <laughs> Okay. We rent the movie theater and it's scheduled for 3.30 so we all show up at the movie theater at 3.30 and it's fucking closed. <laughs> and they have a sign on the door you know it says opens at 5 and my manager pulls it up he's like no right here it says I, we booked it for today 
3.30. Okay, yep. So he calls another AMC and was like, I don't really know who to call, um, but we rented a theater and it's closed. And the person goes, okay, well, let me, you know, let me get you the number to call the GM of that, of that location. So we call the GM. He goes, there's nothing on my calendar for this. But I'll, he's like, I live down the road. I'll be there in a minute. So he shows up and he like pulls out his like, you know, electric calendar, you know, electronic calendar. Legitimately, it's not on there. And he's like, I'm so sorry. So it's like 4.30 by the time this guy, like we, he shows up and we're all on the clock. So I don't really care. I don't think anybody there cares. Yeah. So that was pretty funny. And then he's like, oh, free drinks, free popcorn. Like, sorry for the inconvenience. You know, it's all on. What did you see? Free guy with Ryan Reynolds. Oh, okay. That's not bad. It wasn't bad. There's some pretty funny parts. It was a good movie. I haven't been to a movie theater in years. I am actually yeah. interested in seeing though. I, I kind of want to see the the Shang Chi movie. What's what? What? You guys haven't heard of the Shang Chi movie thing? Clearly not. Apparently not. It, it has Mortal Kombat vibes. I'm pretty sure it's not Mortal Kombat. Um, I I can't really give you a synopsis of it. It just looks really cool. Huh. I just I just see a lot of like uh, CG. So CG. Oh, I cannot watch anything with a lot of CG. <laughs> Which other thing is like this Ryan Reynolds movie had a lot, but it was like wasn't like cheesy or overbearing, right? Subtle. Super. Yeah. <laughs> like I hate the Avengers movies. Yeah. I don't I'm not really into them anyways. But then I watched the you know Avengers Infinite War or whatever. Know. Fuck if I know. <laughs> Infinity War. Yeah, Infinity War. And it starts off, and Tony Stark just starts going off about some bullshit science that didn't make any sense. He was using terms to describe, I don't know, because I was so upset at the movie. Uh, He starts just saying these, like, bullshit science terms. And it's just like, he's talking about a really cool subject that has its own really cool words. They're just using, like, any sort of, like, quantum theory definition to fill in the blanks. And it's just like, you didn't need to do that. And it pissed me (laughs) off. And then right after they're walking through this destroyed town and like the the scene looks super well done, right? You know, like props to that team. But then they walk by and there's this little fire and it's like totally CG. You you either didn't have to do that or just use real fire. And it pissed me off so bad I just turned it off. I don't like any of the Guardians of the Galaxy movies and there's I like Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't. I I was <clears throat> talking to a buddy of mine a couple of weeks ago about how there are very certain like there are certain movies and like sagas that I just can't stand. Like the slapstick comedy shit. You ever have any of you seen R.I.P.D.? Oh with Jeff Bridges. No. I haven't seen it. Yeah, that. so that that's like that type Doesn't of that have Ryan Ryan Reynolds in it. Dude, I don't know. I just know it's got Jeff Bridges in it. And it's like a mix of it's almost like have you seen Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Yeah. Yeah, it's like that kind of movie, but in the 21st century and i can't stand those types of movies like where they mix cartoons in with like oh i'm very i didn't realize this but i'm very picky about my movies like i was watching one movie on netflix and there are some really bad movies on netflix and i get very upset when i find a movie and i sit down my food (laughs) and i actually get stressed out because I'm, gonna af- be good. I'm afraid it's going to be terrible and I wasted like 20 minutes of my life watching this garbage-ass movie. And 90% yeah. of the time, the shit that Netflix recommends is terrible. Yeah. This is why I just watch anime. 
most of that shit's not any good either no it's not yeah i don't watch a lot of movies because i i like it has to be like a realistic plot like the movie has makes sense well it has to be like something that could be realistic like the movie prisoners with jake gyllenhaal and hugh jackman fantastic movie if you haven't seen it boy in the striped pajamas a great movie it It really is holy shit that one will make you ball your eyes out i was to terabithia which one? What? What? One of those kids <laughs> dies in that movie. I've never actually seen that movie. <laughs> Hope both of them do. No, the um, I watched the first time I saw a boy in the stripe. Have you ever seen that movie? Boy Which in the Stripe Pajamas. Mm-mm. Oh my Dude. god! That's like I never watched it as a kid. I had to, I watched it in eighth grade with my entire eighth grade class. I watched it a couple years ago. Damn, dude. Yeah, it's. Eighth graders didn't See, understand I that just shit. realized something. Y'all hate on anime, but look at what Star Wars is doing. Star Wars is the new ones are trash. The the new series they're gonna come out with? I don't even know, Sean. I don't <laughs> watch that stuff. Like the old Star Wars are really cool. The reboot, the first reboot episode was so good. And then the last two episodes were just Ray running through a forest for three hours, and that was the whole movie. I hate not them. wrong. Uh, yeah, the newer Star Wars. Hey, but Rogue that. One was super good. That was a really cool story. The thing is, I feel like, you know how they have like the BB-8 droid thing? Yeah. They make, I feel like they're like, we're running out of storyline, so we're just going to make this character that everyone loves and is so focused on that character the whole movie, they don't realize the storyline is trash. <laughs> like, it's literally just Ray running through a forest. It wasn't good. I pirated that one, but it wasn't good. <laughs> uh. Oh, there was something right before that I was thinking of. Hey, shout out the Russian oh, yeah. Federation, though, because you guys have all the best movies that I can pirate for free. Just saying. I got that movie off some Russian website, and then about two months later, my laptop died. <laughs> so- <laughs> we used to pirate a lot of movies at my house, and then we got a letter mailed to us from some government official, blah, blah, blah. That said, if we continued it, it would like we'd be getting a fine of a hundred thousand dollars. Did you see? Did you see that TikTok of that guy who was like, uh, there was like a trend going around, and he's like, believe it or not, my parents got sued by a porn company when I was thirteen because I pirated so much illegal porn. They sued my dad, and I blamed it on my little sister, even though she was eight. <laughs> And he's like, you can look it up on the California docket because he like gave his last name. And dude, it's there. Legit. It's on the California uh, docket. $3.5 million for pirated content this dude's dad got sued for. <laughs> how do you like, oh my God. How do you value... Should we explain the plot of Boy in Striped Pajamas? Oh. <laughs> of porn. What? <laughs> it's like I don't have enough money to pizza. It was like that Johnny Sins thing at Walgreens last week. What? Oh, I swear I told you guys. No. Okay, so oh. first, my first shot... I got Johnny Sins was at your Walgreens. The pharmacist looks like Johnny Sins. <laughs> he's like six six. He's muscular, bald. <laughs> yeah. So then we all know who that is. So last week I go to get my second dose, and this girl's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, blah 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 is busy, but I can help you." And I was like, "Well, can Johnny Sins?" Help me? <laughs> and she's like, "No, he's also busy, but I'll let him know you said that." <laughs> 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 oh my i don't know what scares dude. me like the fact that she kind of knew that reference it sounds like there's all dude there's a lot of he looks like johnny sins it's dude. just that it's just that straightforward 
So he's pretty famous on TikTok because of all the reaction videos that he does. So uh, boy in striped pajamas, right? You really never seen? Have you heard of the movie though? Heard of it? We just told you about it. Yeah. <laughs> so this this little German boy becomes friends with this kid that are trapped on the other side of this fence, and the other boy on the other side of the fence is in striped pajamas. They become really good friends, and throughout the movie, you learn that the little boy that always runs to the fence line. His dad is an SS, like an SS general. Well, to to back it up, the the boy, so the German boy, is friends with the boy in the striped pajamas, who is a Jew, a in, Jew a in a concentration camp. But you don't like you know that he's in a concentration camp. But obviously, you know the young boy doesn't. The little boy doesn't know understand that. that. And the father's like the general of of the camp, and at the end of the movie, the little German boy gets in and he starts hanging out with you know the spoilers little, yeah the little spoilers. you know he starts hanging out with the little jew boy and because he, he found a way in well at the end of the movie the the german kid ends up with a little jewish kid the, and the, they get taken into the gas chambers uh the german boy liked the other boy's pajamas like the not the pajamas the jumpsuit so he put one on when he somehow got over into the camp and so he got herded over into the gas chamber. Into the chambers and gassed. <clears throat> yeah. Like. That his dad ordered, so. That his dad ordered, and then after he finds his son dead in, in the chamber. So you can imagine watching that in eighth grade. You're like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> That's why I'm in therapy. Dude, <laughs> that movie is nuts. It's, yeah, it's so good. It's really it's really well done, but it's the fucking plot is dark yeah that's and you because you start real you yeah. as soon as they get into the bunker you realize you're like oh, oh oh this I've, is where they're going i've read history books yeah and they just like start you know stripping their clothes off and everything yeah, and you're brutal. just like start bawling because you know what happened to them and it's horrible it's pretty horrible i've been i've always been I wonder where i can find that movie oh it's you can i'm sure you can find it on netflix yeah it's, or it's, you could rent it yeah. for pretty cheap it's everywhere red box um, uh, no, I don't think that some anybody in the country stocks Redbox with. No, the boy I. In the you know what they'd love? I know what they'd love. The boy in the striped pajamas. Yeah. I I've always been fascinated by World War II history, especially well. Take it for what you will. I've been fascinated by German the the German evilness. Yeah, that occurred like Heinrich Himmler, the Angel of Death. Yeah, dude. Well, and it all started like after World War One because so during World War One, Germany was trying to take over Austria. No. Austro Hungary. Austro Hungary splits into Hungary and Austria, and a lot of Austrians didn't side with Germans. They felt like that they had their own heritage. But Germany still wanted, you know, Austria's territory. And then after World War One, they put a lot of like the Allies put a lot of debt onto Germany, you know, repayment for causing you know a lot of things in World War One. And so Hitler was really upset, you know, that these Germans were like in debt. You know, they were in a Great Depression because of all this debt that they had to pay from World War One, and it caused like Hitler's you know anger to you know really gain traction. You know, people were upset. And then he started blaming the Jews for, you know, the reasons why that they were in poverty. And that's what really started World War II. Here's, here's a question. 
because um, I'm pretty sure I heard this somewhere. Unfortunately, I'm not a history buff. But wasn't like, didn't Hitler have very deep connections with Jews uh, with Jews as a kid? Well, I'm not sure how much. I don't know how about that per se. But the, he was the, a soldier in World War One. The thing about Hitler that's very interesting is, so he was elected to power, right? Yeah. Um, and when he was, so he was jailed for his beliefs. I don't remember when, but it was when he was a he was younger. And it was after he, World War One. When he was when he was jailed, he wrote Mein Kampf, and Mein Kampf was his basically his manifesto about why everything happens and how he or how how it can be fixed. But much like every war, everyone's you got to blame somebody, and the Jews were the most populous people, right? So fucking that's their problem, that's their fault. And the thing that I've always found fascinating about Hitler is he was able to really be such a good and again take this for what you will such a good leader and such a good influencer on literally making people hate other people like he was really really good at that it was amazing and the same thing to be said with stalin like well stalin's different stalin is fucking nuts but hitler was too but hitler had a way of speaking very, to the people very meticulous about how he did things you should you can always pull up his you can pull up a lot of his speeches and you don't have to speak german but you can like just see like the oh he was he's enthusiasm very, yeah, he's very animated when he's speaking yeah and you don't even have to speak german to understand that man speaking with a lot of passion and it fuels a lot of people and it filled them with a lot of anger it's like that video guys like where did you get this he's like get what he's like he said Minecraft, Dad, not Minecraft. <laughs> I've always wanted to read that book, but I've heard it's really bad. It's, um, my dad read it a couple years ago, and it's not that it's bad, but it's very, he has very radical ideas. Well, it's like pretty dry too. Oh, it's horrible. It's, it's, it was, manifestos are shitty. Well, and the thing is, boring. yeah, it was before World War II and all that happened where you'd want to hear his point of view from those things, but it was, it wasn't what had happened yet. No, but it's, I mean, it's, it's similar to real, well, on, on, uh, it's like the Bible. Just kidding. (laughs) When was Jesus president? (laughs) No, uh, what I was going to say was it's similar to, um, Escobar. So Escobar obviously ran the, uh, Medellin cartel down in Colombia for a while. And then he wanted even more power. So he literally petitioned to, like, he ran a campaign to become president. He was president of Bogota for two or three years. But again, the thing that's interesting is he was elected, much like Hitler was elected. And then Hitler was like, okay, cool. So now a lot of you are going to die. So. Well, yeah, so Hitler gets in power, voted, right? And then he takes away any laws that would. Well, he he was the chancellor of Germany, which isn't quite president, but. He's like the prime minister. Yeah, it's like prime minister, basically, which is very similar in power to a president, but the chancellor like report like has other bodies they, they report to as well. But he gets into place, and so he has the ability to enact laws, and so he had enacted laws that made it so he couldn't be removed from power. <laughs> isn't that some bullshit? Yeah, isn't that crazy? I mean, Putin, Putin's done that, though. The current yeah. president of Russia, he's like... Well, I'm going to make it so terms are like 30. I don't know what he did, but he made it so terms are fucking long. long so he can't be removed. But yeah, in Germany, then they, uh, by 
before the start of World War II, most of Germany wasn't even backing him. And it was like the SS was like these like street thugs basically that just beat you into compliance. Mm-hmm. Secret police, yeah. Yeah. The Gestapo. Bad. I just I, I just find the the democracy, well, the, the dictatorship and the just ruthlessness that people can that if you really want to see how ruthless and how absolutely heartless people can be. Read, put them in power. Put them in. Well, that's <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, that's true. But read anything on from the German side on World War II. I mean, the like the Angel of Death, Heinrich Himmler. He was totally 100%. Like he was a doctor and all this shit. And he was totally like, we're going to do experiments on these people that are going to cause them immense amounts of pain and kill them. But hey, you know, fuck it. Yeah, that's what's crazy is how evil humanity can be. Well, and then the thing is, a lot of those like higher up SS generals, they just they didn't even want to do the stuff that they had to do, but they just did it because they were afraid of what would happen to them. Yeah, again, that's like just and all the higher ups were all drugged out, like Hitler, Heinrich. They were all on. I forgot what drugs they were using, but they were they were high throughout the whole thing. And trust me, it wasn't weed or mushrooms. <laughs> ayahuasca let me look it up i'm, I'm really curious see yeah, that, that is the so that is the burning question is how does one man basically be like i want to declare world war well, well it's, he, it it's wasn't not, it's it wasn't not that. that it's that he's like i want to go take that country over it just oh that's true one yeah. at a time so he true, he, he goes to invade austria that's where he was born yeah, he goes to invade Austria, Hitler's and then Austria. he wants to inv- and they were like, uh, like you probably really shouldn't do that because like last time we, you know, things weren't really good. And then he goes into Poland, and they were like, okay, France cl- declares war on Germany. A couple weeks later, the UK backs Germany. And here and, comes the US. Well, so the French and the UK, you know, took on Germany. At this point, Germany had gotten so strong. They invaded France, and so that's where like yeah, but France was like, no, you can have it. Yeah, they were just like, <laughs> oh, yep, sorry, we we can't do anything about this. So Hitler walks walks into Paris. Yeah, and so all of the French and UK's, you know, UK soldiers had to get out from you know they left from like Point uh, Dunkirk and a few other points to get across the Channel back to the UK, and Germany didn't ever, their planes. They were afraid of bombings in London. Like they would start doing bombings, but the UK Air Force was so strong that Germany couldn't ever successfully bomb their bases to invade the UK. And a couple of years later, you know, America was like, you know, keeping our eye out. Let's send some stuff over to help. But then America gets bombed by the Japanese. And just stirred up the hornet's nest. And then that's when they said, okay, we're going into the war. We're going to fight both fronts. Not only are we going to have D-Day, but we're nuking Japan. <laughs> yeah, so isn't that crazy? Like, America didn't participate in the war for the first three years. Oh, yeah. They didn't come in until, like, pretty much the end. Yeah. But after a point, they came. had to because of the Allied Pact. But then the yeah. Russians, the Germany, that's... Germany was starting to invade into Russia. So... And Russia... The, New, like they were fighting in the winter and the Germans didn't know how to fight in the winter. Yeah, and so Germans favorite, were dying. That's like my favorite crazy. part of the story is the Russians. So the main reason that Germany lost the war is because you can't fight a war on two fronts. It's fucking impossible. You Unless you're America because you have so many people, so many well, supplies. Arguably, but Russia's 
huge. landscape is huge. And so what the Russians did was they kept baiting the Germans farther and farther into Siberia. Yeah. And they would terminate, they'd, they'd decimate the crops, decimate like everything, and the Germans would die of hypothermia. Like more Germans died from hypothermia and exposure than from being to the elements killed. than from getting killed by the Russians. Yeah, so they gave them the territory. They were like... Yeah. Oh, yep, Fucking come on in. surviving this shit. They, they, you know, ruined the soil so they couldn't grow crops or anything. So they get in and then it would freeze and the Germans were fucked. And then the Russians would just march back in, kill them all, and then continued on to Berlin. And so it was really the Russians who kind you know, the Americans definitely they get... They tilted, when, when Russia got pulled into it, they tilted the water for sure. Yeah, that's the thing is America, of course, we give ourselves a credit for it, but Russia really had a big play in ending... <laughs> they decimated a lot of German soldiers. Yeah. Because what they do is they get them farther into Siberia and the Russians would come around behind the Germans and fuck up their supply lines. So any supply lines that the Germans would get, they couldn't... Yeah, and then they stuck. formed the... They formed... Or no, the Iron Curtain was World War One. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, then they just marched on into Berlin because they had all... They didn't realize Russia was going to like hop in on this shit. So they're in France, and which is really far away from Germany. Mm-hmm. Well, not like <laughs> really far, but... Well, he far enough. The, the thing about it is Hitler overstepped his bounds in, in a sense. He, just he grew kept, too fast. He get he he went too he spread his wings a little bit too wide, and it managed to get a lot of the his feathers would get cut off, as some people would say, and that's that's why he. I mean, there was other reasons, sure, but fighting a war on two fronts, especially one with Russia. Yeah, well, yeah, and like luck. Italy, Mussolini kind of hopped in, was like. Mussolini was pretty batshit too, though. But yeah, he was like, no one, everyone was like, fuck this guy. Like, I, I was reading this thing that like, it was like 85% of Italians didn't even support Mussolini. It was kind of just like a fluke that he kind of ended up in power. And then they were like, yeah, we don't really want to do this war thing. And Italy got bombed super hard. Um, yeah. Like Milan is one city that got completely leveled. And it was one of the oldest cities in Italy. And after World War II, they rebuilt it, and now it's like this mecca of fashion and technology. That's all the Germans would do is they just launch these massive bombing raids and just blow up everything. Because they had they had really good planes, Luftwaffe, but the English had better planes. But America has nukes, and America has <laughs> nukes. <laughs> go outside, nice Which, day in 1945, and you're like, oh my face feels hot. Oh, my face is melting. Oh, I'm dead. Well, so Albert Einstein, he's an Austrian, and he fled from Austria because of the Germans because they were just kidnapping any physicist to develop bombs. And so he got into America, and America's like, well, we'll have you here, but you have to work on the Manhattan Project. And Albert Einstein said, we should never use nukes. And he was afraid that if you were to accidentally... So nukes work by... you throw one atom into another atom and you cause it to split. And then that splitting releases so much energy that it causes the atoms around it to split. And he said, my fear is we accidentally split a hydrogen atom and release and then start a chain reaction that blows up the entire atmosphere. Well, you can't split hydrogen atoms because they're only made of protons and electrons. They don't have neutrons. Um, But they didn't know that at the time. But like, what if you split an oxygen atom and you ignite all the oxygen in the atmosphere. Well, then why is it called a hydrogen bomb? I think they use hydrogen as as the the first part because they use heavy water. Oh, yeah, and I think I I, heavy water. I oh, man, my chemistry is a little weak. I'm gonna say should be like on top of this. Yeah, 
they're called hydrogen bombs because I think they use hydrogen as an in, the initial start to split uh, plutonium, and plutonium splits into lead, and those are very heavy elements. But but then we dropped hydrogen man. can't be split. Then we dropped Little Man and Fat Man on Iwo. No, not Iwo Jima. Uh, fucking Nagasaki, Nagasaki, and, and Hiroshima. 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 So so let's and see. A nuclear blast. The one we dropped on, I think it was Hiroshima, was fifteen kilotons. I don't know. What Have you ever seen that video of the Sar Bomba? The largest. Yeah. <laughs> it's you like, know what Google says about hydrogen bombs. Let's go for it. They're illegal. And <laughs> An immensely powerful bomb whose destructive power comes from the rapid release of energy during the nuclear fusion of isotopes of hydrogen, which is deuterium so, and tritium. Yeah, so deuterium charter. and tritium. Um, so hydrogen is a single proton with an electron. Deuterium is a single proton with two electrons. And a tritium atom is a single proton with three hydrogen. But it's fusion. It's pushing them together it's, it's not splitting it's, it's not fission yeah the simplest way that i learned about because when my dad was he was he has a book on how to build a nuclear bomb because that's what as an engineer it's it's really fucking hard because you have to get um uh not iridium uh, plutonium plutonium and yellow cake uranium which if you can go down to your store and find yellow cake uranium then you're probably in russia but the way i understood a nuclear bomb is you basically have the two atoms or the two they're in compartments the bomb drops and the, they smash together yeah and but it's the kilotons. it's the fusion and so when you smash two hydrogens together you get helium atoms but in that fusion you cause a giant amount of energy to be released yeah and so Fusion bombs and fission bombs. Fission bombs are I don't, ridiculous. I don't know what the difference is between so little, fusion and fission. No, no, little man and fat man. I think. Oh, they little, were just sizes. They're well, the same technology. Oh, they were. Yeah. Because um, yeah, that was <laughs> to this day. I mean, you think about that. The U.S. was like, okay, you know what? We're not doing this. We're just gonna nuke them. Well, what's crazy is because, dude, have you seen like, dude, after this, get on YouTube and you look up nuclear bomb explosion underwater. Whoa. Yeah. You the sheer size, like, it's crazy because they're like, it, there's aerial footage of it, right? And it blows up, and the clouds just separate. Like the bomb hasn't even like left the surface of the water, and the clouds are already like out of here. Yeah. It's but nuts. they 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 can cause like mushroom clouds thirty miles high. That's why thirty miles high. Planes fly at 30,000 feet, which is like six miles. Imagine five <laughs> times that. Like those, you see those planes and they're, they're way the there. hell up there. They're up there. Probably see one across the continent from here. No, you could see, um, not the continent, but you like, can see the radiation raining down on you for the next eight months. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of, they did a lot of nuclear testing at the Southern Utah, the Midway proving grounds back in the like 60s during the cold war uh -huh. and so there's still pockets of radio radioactive like soil and stuff so you can't that's why there's no buildings down well obviously the military is down there but you can't you can't dig down there because there's there's uh radiation. radiation on the below the ground surface so anyway that's the history lesson for today that was fun I dude, I'm, I get geeked I'm, about oh, World I'm, War One and World War Two. I'm an absolute history geek. Like I think that shit is so cool. 
Okay. Not like cool, but like. So I'm going to Italy, right? And I'm going to Bologna. And there is this bucket. So Bologna and the neighboring city is called Moderna. Nope. That's yeah. a fucking vaccine. No, it's you said, I think you it's Moderna. Oh god. You said that at dinner. Now I got to pull up a map. I think it's Moderna. What? The next COVID to, vaccine? Next to Pfizer? Moderna. Moderna. Yeah. Moderna. <laughs> Going to Moderna, Pfizer and for some reason Johnson and Johnson. <laughs> so, Bologna and Moderna, they're neighboring cities, but they back in the 1300s there was this big split, you know, between the pope and the kings like who had power. And some towns would side you know, side with popes, some would side with kings. Well, Bologna and Modena had different views and side with different people. Well, Modena, Bologna starts a war on Modena for no fucking reason. And they had just gotten this well with a bucket, but Modena had just invented the artesian well where you could pump they, the water up. Wait, so one country had... No, oh, city. I remember that story, actually. That was yeah, wild. That was yeah I told you the story. It was a while ago, yeah. It was like a couple thousand years ago. So... Uh, Modena ends up winning the battle and they steal Bologna's bucket for their town well. And it's still in the city center of Modena on display. The biggest middle finger. Hey, (laughs) suck our bucket. 700 years, they still have their bucket. I'm going to go see that bucket. Wow. That is on my bucket list. So so wait, that's funny. Honey. So wait, one, one town or one city had like modern technology with bucket and well and then another just had like a bucket and a rope yeah <laughs> and the town that lost had the bucket and rope and now the bucket's still in modena's town that's funny i'm gonna go see it because that's like one of those weird history things i just absolutely love there's a whole bunch of that's that's what i've always thought was so cool about like eastern european history and just european history in general is there's so many like random cool, weird things like, like history that. facts like that yeah that's what i'm excited like and like, what what do we got in the U.S.? Like, oh, in the '80s, Kentucky had the KKK. <laughs> nice, Kentucky Boring. Fried Chicken. Gross. I haven't been to KFC in decades. Neither have I, but their grilled chicken's pretty good. Um, kind of want some KFC. You know that if you've never been there. No, I haven't been you there in have a long time. There, their grilled chicken's KFC's fire. gross. You know, I went to Raisin Cane's. It's not that good. So I'd been there in in Arizona, and I remember it just being like okay. I hear uh, Zaxby's is better. Zaxby's oh, is not good. Gross. You go, you go get Zaxby's at a drive-thru and they give you that stupid Texas toast that's like dry and just nasty. Yeah. So it's I went to Raising Cane's in, in Arizona and it was like all right, but I wasn't like super pumped. I'm not really into chicken anyways. But my my roommate was like, hey, let's let's go to Raising Cane's. And I was like, whatever, fuck it. You get in the 50-year-long line? We went in, in store. We went inside oh. and we were in five minutes. Oh. Had our food. Holy shit, it was so good. Uh, oh man, I was so <laughs> mad. Fan, dude. It was pretty good. Crap, I gotta try it. It's by my house. We can it's go open, tomorrow. It's open 24 hours. Yeah, apparently we what could, round two is tomorrow for the trencher. <laughs> yeah, we could do that tomorrow. It it's it's good enough. I think it's worth getting. Their sauce is fucking dank. Cane sauce. Yeah. Except it's not as good as Lucky's fry sauce. It's true. Lucky's fry sauce. Lucky's is a local oh, burger dude. chain that we well not a burger chain. There's two stores, but it's yeah, it's really just good. a yeah. It started as a bar. like a peanut butter burger and shit. Their PB and J shot too. Yeah, that PB and J shot's so good. <sighs> yeah, I didn't really expect to get that wasted that one day, but I was like, I'll buy everyone shots. I'll buy everyone more shots. 
and then it was still like 5 p.m. and you had to go home. <laughs> yeah, Lucky's fry sauce is... <sighs> anyway, this week's sponsor is lung cancer. Don't smoke hookah with your friends because it'll give you lung cancer. Would lung cancer <laughs> be the sponsor in that ad or would it be hookah? Uh, I was going to say, would that be like big tobacco? Mm, big tobacco, yeah. Suck my dick camel or whatever. Who's the main? Marlboro. Marlboro. <laughs> I don't know, dude. They said that this is odorless and I could definitely smell this coal. It's You're like lighting a firework when you light the coal up. Organic, like I'd hope so. Organic? What is it supposed to be? Yeah, I'd be concerned if it wasn't I grabbed organic. some charcoal off my dad's grill and put that shit on my sheesh. Well, that's organic, too. Sheesh. Oh. You know Kingsford? Kingsford charcoal? Yeah. yeah. You know how that got started? So, this guy was smoking hookah. <laughs> to light his shit no, this is another cool little history thing. So Henry Ford was making you know, the Model Ts. Hell yeah. And they would have all the scrap wood left over from making them. And his brother-in-law was named something King. And he he's wanted a way to recycle. Because back then, Henry Ford wanted his re, his manufacturing to be, like, you know, efficient. And, it was. He has World's first assembly line. Yeah, but he wanted it to be, like, economical, too. And oh, like, well, no. That's even worse today. Yeah. <laughs> so he wanted to, like, recycle any materials that weren't used because he didn't want to make waste. So mm. they found that they could use the wood and turn it into charcoal. And so it was King's Ford Charcoal Company. Huh. And now it's King's Ford. And That's I think it's still owned by Ford today. Kind of cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. Because the King Ford. See. Get your cars and your charcoal. Let me see. <laughs> Can I get a free bag of charcoal with this Ford F-150? Hold on. <laughs> I just, before we go. Oh, we're at 50 minutes. How do we do that? Every hold, time? On, hold on, hold on, hold on. Shut up, shut up. Oh, mm -hmm. what the? That's sketchy. Uh, so, all right, all right. Kingsford is a brand of charcoal brisket established in 1920. The brand is now owned by the Clorox company. Damn. What? 80% market share. Jesus. Yeah, Henry Ford and the invention of Kingsford charcoal. Yeah, no, I wasn't pulling that one out of my ass. No, I, didn't. <laughs> I wasn't pulling that bucket out of your well. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Well, the more you know. Right. Well, thanks everyone for joining us on another episode of Drunk Boy's Basement. Interested in finding where else you can catch That's us? That's the bucket? That's the bucket. Things old as shit. Oh my god. It's in a, I love how it's in a display case. <laughs> well, yeah, they don't want Bologna stealing it back. <laughs> the biggest middle you finger. That's all a museum is, right? Is like just it's that. storage of other people's shit that we stole. <laughs> yeah. At the UK, the English <laughs> Museum, everything we stole from Africa. You can look, but you can't touch. <laughs> Wait, what's that? What's that place called? Where the, the bucket's being held? A museum. Modena. Modena. <laughs> oh. It's not Moderna, it's Modena. I, think it's, I don't even know how they'd say it in Italian. Fuck those people. I would like Modena, please. Still See, here's oh, have a go. That was a good dad joke. Oh, that was a bunch God. of bologna. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for joining us on another episode of Drunk Boys Basement. Interested in checking out this bucket? Check out Google and Modena. Interested in checking out this bucket? <laughs> now sponsored by the bucket.
find something you're with the drug boys to research and talk about next time let us know and if you like hanging out uh share our facebook page catch y'all next friday and remember go check out that bucket <laughs>